This is Hemant. And Jessica. And we're here for the Friendly Atheist Podcast. We're mm. doing a rundown of this week's news. And from all the emails we received, thanks more than two listeners. <laughs> it's nice to have people you are, with us. People are starting to count themselves off, which I'm really <laughs> into. Also, I feel like... We, we exaggerate a bit. <laughs> I do appreciate the emails that are like, I also listen. I hope I'm your third. I'm like, somebody told us they listened when their whole, like took a picture of his like beautiful family with young children. And I was like, they don't need this in their life. This is not okay. But we appreciate your family drives with us on the car. Yeah, that's very kind of them. I feel like I need to mention that. Okay. So it's April 20th 20th, as we're recording this. Hello. I'm so sorry. As you can see, because we're both (laughs) smoking or drinking nothing right now. Um, That's (laughs) first of all, that's not true. Okay. So it's 10 o'clock, which is much later than we usually (laughs) record. So I'm not sure how this is going to go. Also, this episode brought to you by Mike's Hard Lemonade, Hard Blood Orange. It's all I had. The only alcohol Hemant has in his house. So, We're not a drinking family in no, this house, as you could tell. Not a thing I can relate to. <laughs> um, so, just everybody remind me to bring booze with me next yes. time I come to Hemmons. When after you brought 10 o'clock. when you brought the wine, it's all the wine that was in the house. Yeah, at and the time. I brought it home with me because I don't waste good wine on you guys. Damn right. Um, okay, we have a <laughs> we have a few stories we want to get get okay, through because actually, this is pretty good. <laughs> Mike's Hard Lemonade. We're here if you want to sponsor this podcast. I'm not 16, but I like this. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, also the Hawks just lost. My house is in disarray. (laughs) Just a lot is happening on this particular I caught the last four seconds of that game, and I'm like, well, didn't watch that series for a reason. (laughs) Halfway through the third period, my husband was just yelling about anything he could think (laughs) of and that included the way Predators fans cheer. So (laughs) we shut that down pretty quick. Nicely done, Nashville. All right. (laughs) All right, so here's the first story I really want to get to because this is so bananas. Uh Um, I'm going to start off because, Jess, I don't think you've heard this story. And for those, uh, it it takes place in state politics, which, you know, a lot of people don't necessarily pay much attention to, especially Uh if you don't live in the state. Sure. in 2013, in Arizona, mm-hmm. there is a state representative. His name is Juan Mendez. Uh-huh. And it comes out over the course, uh, like on his Facebook profile, he doesn't hide the fact that he's an atheist. Okay. Which is weird. Like, and you, you said he's a state representative? A state representative okay. in Arizona. He was openly atheist. He didn't realize that was a big deal. <laughs> Bless his heart. <laughs> I know. And some people in Arizona were like, dude, that's a big deal. Can we like publicize this? Because it's important. And he, when you say people in Arizona, do you mean there was actually a secular, secular coalition okay. in Arizona specifically, and they said, "Can we highlight this because this is amazing mm-hmm. and good for you if you're willing to say this publicly?" And he did. He was game. It, I yeah. mean, he's been awesome about it. And at one point, this is in May of 2013. Okay, he asks because they have an invocation when the House adjourns and stuff. He's adjourns like, or uh, starts? "Sorry, starts." He's like, hey, can I give the invocation one of these days? Of course he can, because he's a representative there. So, Wait, can I just do a quick pause? So invocations are, they do like a prayer uh, before. So can we talk about how that's constitutional for a second? And and not to say that either of us knows shit about the Constitution. We are both lawyers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Invocations in and of themselves, probably fine. I mean, they had a Supreme Court ruling on this... uh, (laughs) A couple years ago. Uh And what they basically said is, if you want to start your meeting off with, you know, a call to a higher power, if you want to, it's fine. But the caveat is uh, anyone should really be able to have the opportunity to do that. And does that work in practice? Um, 
when it doesn't, you can kind of fight back. Is there any chance that we're about to hear a story about how this doesn't work in practice? Believe it or not, this is a different story. It, it, it's, it's similar. But, you know, what we've seen in the past couple of years is ever since that Supreme Court ruling, it was uh-huh. called Greece v. Galloway. What they said is if you have invocations, anyone who wants to participate and follows the rules, okay. like they have to have that option. You can't just so say, you like this is Christian only. <laughs> yes. You, in theory, you could. Uh-huh. They can make rules about, you know, you have to be in the community. You have to have a group in the community. But they just can't make it like overtly, you have to be part of a church. Sure. You know? Okay. So for the most part, if people follow the law, anyone can do it. Mm-hmm. We can have arguments over whether you should have invocations. But, and, but the two ways to do it is don't have one at all. But if you have one, let anybody do it. Okay. So Juan Mendez says in 2013, I want to do one. Mm-hmm. Fine. I'm going to read you a little bit of what he said. He said, you know, most prayers in this room begin with a request to bow your heads. Oh, no. I would like to ask that you not bow your heads. I would like to ask that you take a moment to look around the room at all the men and women here in the moment, sharing together this extraordinary experience of being alive and dedicating ourselves to working toward improving the lives of people in our state. What a motherfucker. I know. Horrible How guy. How dare he? So, I mean, and he goes on like, and he said, as my secular humanist tradition stresses, blah, uh-huh. blah, blah. Carl Sagan once wrote, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he said, let us root our policymaking process in these values that are relevant to all Arizonians, Arizonans, regardless of religious belief or non-belief. It's... As far as it goes, he was very adamant, like, this is who I am. And it's very white bread. But it's this is not for everybody. Borders. He is so Boundaries not being offensive it. here. No. Yeah. He is, I'm speaking for all of you, as any religious prayer, too, I you would hope. I bet people <laughs> loved it. Oh. I'm sorry. You, you know where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, though. Even if you have a religious prayer, you would uh, hope they say, you know, uh, I pray to God that we all make good decisions for everyone of sure. all faiths. You would hope that's the invocation, too. Okay. So he gives that prayer. The next day, uh-huh. the next day, uh, a Republican in the Arizona uh, House. Republicans it, have a good record on being chill, so I think oh, this yeah. is going to go well. <laughs> Talk about people who need 420. <laughs> this guy, Representative Steve Smith, <laughs> he basically said, he's just a, a, a regular Republican uh, in the Steve House. Steve Smith? Steve Smith. He Jesus, said, that's the whitest white guy <laughs> I've ever he heard. He said, if, quote from a newspaper article, if Mendez did not want to offer a prayer, he oh, should Christ. have skipped his turn in what has traditionally been a, a rotation among members. This is, wait, wait, I'm sorry, really uh-huh. quick. This is what he said beforehand? Afterwards. He after, said, well, oh, if, he, if you weren't going to give a real says, prayer, got it, got it, got it. you should have just not done it at all. And then I'm quoting from the newspaper article. And to make up for that lack of prayer, oh, Smith insisted the next day on offering a prayer, actually the second one, because someone actually gave an invocation. Then Steve Smith says, I want to give another prayer, quote, for repentance of yesterday. So essentially what he said is, you did that atheist invocation yesterday. That didn't count. So no one gave a traditional good religious invocation. So the next day they had their regular Christian one. And then this guy comes in and says, let me make up for your mistake yesterday. That's exactly the reaction, right? Like The day they can capture eye rolls on podcasts (laughs) is going to be the day I become relevant. Yeah. That is, Jesus Christ. What? But it, it's one of those things, like, is this what you do when a Muslim speaks up? Is this what you do when a non-Christian gives an well, invocation? Do you also, flip out this much? And it wasn't he, an offensive invocation. Did he use the word repentance? Uh, literally, for repentance of yesterday. I mean, dude. Dude. No chill from the Republicans, huh? None. They're not 
So this happened, and then it it's state politics. It dies down after like a day no, or so. Course. I mean, it's here's my problem with yeah. it. I mean, I have many problems with it. Yeah. The one that's bubbling up right now is like it's so petty. Like what a fucking petty pile yeah. of garbage he's throwing at of us. Of all the things you're fighting about, right, this is exactly. what you're raising. Like you're gonna waste taxpayer time. Uh, no, fuck that guy. <laughs> no, so, absolutely not. I don't want to talk about him. Was that's Steve not Smith? even that was that was the guy. There's more to this. Oh, that's not even the story. That's the prelude. Here's the story. Juan Mendez decided. Uh, so we, this was 2013. He actually gave another invocation. I think. Oh a year yeah, later. this all happened. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, so Juan Mendez. This, this happened four years ago. Last year, well, November, when on election day, oh, no. leading up to that, Juan Mendez is saying, day. "I want to run for state senate." You know, I want to go. Him. And you know what? All this stuff, the the public atheism, the, none of it hurt him. He won his race. He's in oh. the state senate. Good for that guy, right? Yeah. And by the way, he's awesome. Good I guy. Mean, from what I've heard about him, so he seems nice. That seat that he abandoned in uh, the Arizona House, uh-huh. a woman named Athena Selman ran for that seat. Okay. Guess what? Athena Selman is a dope name. Yes, it is. She wins that seat. By uh, the way, not only did Juan Mendez support her and, you know, uh, vouched for her, uh, endorsed her uh-huh. in the campaign. Um, she wins the race. She is also an open atheist and says as much when she's running. Just she as, doesn't hide it. Just when I thought I couldn't like someone named Athena Salmon more. <laughs> S-A-L-M-A-N. Oh, M-A-N. Yeah. So Open Atheist runs for the seat Juan Mendez was giving up. Her name is Athena. And she wins it. God, it's a so up. Open Atheist, Arizona House, again, in the same district. I'm so obsessed with this. this week, uh, I believe on Tuesday. Wait, Hemet. Yes. Can this story have a happy no, ending? No, no. Oh, I just want We don't do happy endings here. I want Athena Salmon to be a winner. <laughs> well, she's a winner. Okay. She said, Obviously. I want to give an invocation in the Arizona house. Uh, she gives it. And some of this is similar to what Juan sure. Mendez says. Here's part of her speech. Uh, Take a moment to look around you at the people gathered here to, today. Familiar. We come from a variety of backgrounds and interests, but the passion that ignites us, the fire that burns within us, it is similar. Blah, 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 blah. As we speak today, remember that commonality. Remember the humanity that resides within each and every person here and each and every person in the city and in all the people in the nation and world as a whole. That's beautiful. One more thing. In the words of the former president of Illinois Wesleyan University, Minor Myers Jr., go forth and do well, but even more, go forth and do good. That's essentially the invocation she gave this week. That's really nice. And isn't Wesleyan a... Christians? It is. It's a religious okay. school. So guess where this story's going? Really good, and she's president now. <laughs> Did I do good? Try again. <laughs> is, it, is it 2040 and all my <laughs> dreams came through? Came true? No, this world doesn't exist in 2040. <laughs> <laughs> so is it 2040? I was so ambitious. A different Republican, uh, a guy named... Wait, 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 no, no. can yes. I guess his name? You won't guess his name, but go for it. Roger Rogers. Sorry. That is surprisingly close. It's it's not even close. <laughs> it's Mark Fincham. Some guy. Basically, I have a friend named Mark Fishman. I'm sorry. That close. was not. That was it's too late for us to record. <laughs> okay, go You ahead. had one sip of Mike's Hard Lemonade. Shut You're up. not even dr- Um. So this Republican guy yeah. doesn't even wait till the next day. Like right after the invocation, they have a section for public comments. Does, he Does like anyone want to say? Check her off the podium. <laughs> <laughs> he sought, I'm quoting from a newspaper article again, he sought and was given permission to offer his own invocation. From whom? Uh, who from grants- the speaker, who is a Republican. You don't say. Yeah. Um, 
and he invoked Jesus in his invocation, as he has the right to do if he's speaking it, but there was no need for a second invocation, because she gave one. Well, and was he planning on doing it, or did he just no. like, get real mad and like storm up there like a toddler? More or less. Hmm. Like, I, I have to... I have a public comment. I would like to give a real invocation. I'm paraphrasing, but that was the idea. The House Majority Leader, also Republican, (laughs) then tells everyone in the House, um, if you're going to give an invocation, the rules of the House say you must invoke a higher power. No! Yes. And if a lawmaker, he said, has no personal investment in a higher power, then, quote, ask the members to focus on theirs. What? <laughs> He's telling her basically, you know, he would never say this to a Christian. Let me tell you how to pray. Sure. But, but when you're the atheist this gives the invocation. Yeah. He's like, let me tell you how to give it. You need to reference everyone else's religious beliefs while you talk about your silly atheism. More or Jesus. less. What the? F- yeah. The thing is, here's the I thing that pisses me off. I want to call this Christ explaining. <laughs> how long have you had that locked and loaded? Two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I forgot what I was going to say because that joke was so fucking dumb. Let it catch on. <laughs> Hashtag Christ explaining. Christ explaining. Um, oh, the thing yeah. that pisses me off is that you know, like, oh boy went home and like told his wife, like, I did the good work today. <laughs> like, they're so proud of their bullshit. That, that's the thing is, like, Again, and I'm obviously my favorite hobby is like painting people with broad strokes. But yes. like, I feel like that's one of the things with the religion is that you can do something that's utterly meaningless in any real context. I pray or I tithe or whatever. And you have this feel. Okay, I thought of a metaphor. Are you ready for Listening. it? Listening. Okay, so there was. <laughs> Let me get a drink. <laughs> okay, this is going to be dumb. Okay, so there was a study about that people with Fitbits. Yeah tend to have less physical activity than the, or, or any kind of tracker, have less activity than those who don't. And the idea, I don't know if I posited or yeah. a scientist did, is that like you have the, like when you see you get your steps, you feel like, oh, I did, you know, I did my 5,000 or my 10,000 steps. Like I did work. Whereas people who didn't are like, well, all I did was walk around today. I should maybe go work out. <laughs> so my, yeah. my, so when you know you're being kind of watched and... Uh, but, like, if you do something that feels meaningful, like yeah. walk 10,000 steps, you're like, well, I don't have anything. I don't have to do, like, good shit, like volunteer <laughs> or donate money or, like, be nice to people for a minute. Or pass legislation or that's pass meaningful. Or pass legislation that, like, doesn't <laughs> aggressively harm people. Was that an okay metaphor? I'm kind of happy with it. I like it. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, it needs to be hammered out for I mean, sure. They didn't do anything, but they feel like they did something. Right. Yes. Like, there's a, a, a hollow sense of accomplishment there yeah. of, like, I prayed real hard for you. Yeah. You're welcome. And in the process, by the way, this guy, Fincham, gave an invocation that excluded anyone who wasn't a Christian, which, again, he has the right to do. But Athena Selman's included everybody, regardless of your beliefs, and yet she was the bad person. Well, that's the thing. I mean, that's the thing with that. Uh, the whole Christian right garbage is that it's not just, it's not just that, like, we're pro-Christianity and we're pro-tenants. It's if things aren't done to my speci- my specifications and exactly how I want it and think they should be. So if you look different than I think you should, if you act differently than I think you should, if you believe in a different way, then that's not acceptable. It's not just a matter of, like for me, I, I think people can do their own shit as long as we sort of chill at the same 
ideal in terms of let's be nice to each other, right? And like not actively harm each other. And I don't know, to me that seems like enough to ask of a society, but for these people, it's less about the moral, whatever. It's just about, you need to look like this and pray like this and act like this and that you need to be exactly like, it's just, it's the holier than thou like attitude. It's It's crazy. The, the house speaker, whose name is JD Messnerd actually, she asked him, Athena Selman asked him after all this took place and Mm -hmm. the Christian guy gives his prayer or whatnot. She asked him point blank. Did I violate the rules with my invocation? Did they have a rap battle? I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, it's he, been a long day. He writes back to her. He says back to her. I'm sorry, this is an email? Or? Uh, no, she, she says. Oh, there's video of this. <gasps> I'll post the link on uh, on the show notes. Uh-huh. Um, he's, she asked him, did I violate the rules? He says, quote, I believe you didn't do the prayer because you didn't but refer to a higher power. But is there a rule that power. there needs to be a prayer? Apparently there is. Well, no, the, no, but the I mean, rule like, is you have to there has to be give an invocation to a higher power. No, 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 but right? I'm saying like, Oh, does there have to be an does invocation there have to be an at invocation? all? Right. I'm not sure. So I'm f- not sure. But if they have it, which I, I mean, traditionally they have it. I don't know if that's required. Right. Then you have to do it to a but higher power. Uh, no, so this is dumb. It's there. But this is dumb. Everything about this everything is dumb. Everything about this is dumb. Literally, yes. There is no good time being spent on this. <laughs> there is, like. This is what they do in Arizona. Yeah. I mean, yeah. guys, Arizona, you have some shit to deal with. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not. Yep. Okay, we've wasted. You got a wall going up. Is the story I'm done? Sure, is everybody around. the worst? Or uh, it's not done. There's no wall going. God, um, here's here's what Athena Selman said afterwards. She issued a statement. Um, the Arizona House of Representatives is the people's house. Mm-hmm. Opening prayers in the house should represent Arizonans of every faith perspective. That includes this includes the hundreds of thousands of Arizonans who, like myself, do not believe in a supernatural God, yes. but do believe in the power of humanity to do good in the world. In fact, I'm going to stop her statement for a second. She actually said later on, like you, the guy said, you know, you need to invoke a higher power. She basically said good and doing good and, you know, being that's my uh, higher power. that's my higher power. Yeah, awesome answer. Um, So she continues in her statement. Everyone in every faith belief is unique in its own way. My hope then and now is that our government doesn't punish individuals for not praying a particular way. Okay, Athena Salmon, you have an open invitation to come on this podcast whenever (laughs) you want. She's awesome. We're going to be best friends. I can feel it. This is Thursday as we're recording this. And this morning, she did a press conference outside the state capitol building. Uh Um, It was about uh, 60-ish people there. There's video also. And she basically said that statement to the crowd, uh, basically saying... And it was, it was specifically a press conference to address To address this issue. Okay. Um, and, and I don't know what the reaction is. It's too early to see what the, you know, response is going to be. But the fact that an elected official did what every other elected official does in mm-hmm. giving an invocation at these House, uh, uh, you know, when they're meeting for the House, mm-hmm. and she, did, she didn't say anything that was, like, anti-religious. She didn't say anything sure. uh, anti-invocation even. She said, oh, I want to give an invocation because, in theory, what's an invocation supposed to do? Let's put us in the mindset uh-huh. to do good for the people of this, the, who, that we represent. Because it's an honor doing what they do, yes. and, like, let's be... And that is deferential to that. Exactly what she did, and what happens, she gets punished for it. I mean, I guess in a sense. I, I really try to be sympathetic and empathetic toward people's points of view who have had different life experiences than mine. Right? Yeah. There is not like no puzzle I can put together in my head that would lead me to the solution of somebody did something slightly different than I did or than (laughs) I would have. 
And so I'm I am a grown ass human adult running a state government. And my priority right now is that this woman didn't didn't defer to didn't lay deference to my religion enough to mm-hmm. like I can't I'm getting to and I think this is not a I'm not happy with this. this isn't a good place to be but I cannot sympathize with this like what the fuck are you doing with your life that this is the thing that bothers you the most mm-hmm. people are like not to do this but like there's literally people starving in the streets in the most wealthy country in the world and right. people are like she didn't say god enough to <laughs> it's just such a f- and I, at the I very least argue about policies that she supports if yeah. you don't like those that's your job and that's it's what I, pass propose I, i've said this debate. for the last two years of i think that i want to have a real conversation with a republican about you think small government is the best way to serve the American people, and I think government um, government programs are the most helpful. And I think that that is an, an interesting and important conversation to have. We can debate that. We one. can debate that. And guess what? Like everybody's fighting for something they believe in and that they think is going to do the most good. This is garbage. <laughs> this is the dumbest shit. Like, I'm sorry. Am I waking up your wife? It's so That's late. <laughs> um, it's just dumb. I hate it. Um, is the story done yet? I hate it. Yeah, it's more or less done. Uh, one question that remains then is if you have to, you know, give an invocation to a higher power, yeah. would she have been okay if she had said, you know, hail Satan? <laughs> would she have been okay if she said, I, you know, hello, flying spaghetti monster, and then go on with the rest of her speech? Would that have counted if it was a God that the Republicans here didn't like or I'm, support or even think was legit? I think that's the frustrating thing is there's an argument to be made there and that she could have done that to like check those boxes, but mm-hmm. what she instead what she did was approach it with sincerity, yeah, and and reverence because it, she clearly took this seriously. She wrote a really lovely statement, and instead actually, of, I should I should point out she didn't write that by the way. What oh. was really neat about the story, um, and they were open about this. It was written by someone named James Avery Fuchs, who works with the Humanist Society of Greater Phoenix. Sorry oh, cool. if I mispronounced the name. Who I think is a um, I, they said this uh, publicly. I'm not doing anything. They said it was a, a trans man who works with the organization and mm-hmm. wanted to write the invocation on her behalf. I think that's the version of the story. Beautifully written. Again, Beautifully that's written. awesome. You said James Avery. Uh, F-U-C-H-S. Fuchs, Fuchs, I hope. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, it, it's a great invocation. She did yeah, nothing wrong. And the fact writer. that there is a rule. Uh, when she gave the press conference today, one of the things she was saying is, if that rule is there, uh-huh. I mean, if, I mean, it is there, right. but it needs to change because it's unconstitutional as written to say that every invocation must be a religious one. So you dumb. can you Everything can get everyone in the mindset and say, let's, you know, all do good today, has the same function as a prayer would, but an atheist could give it to. I mean, essentially what they're saying now is you can't be an atheist and give this oh, that, That's exactly what it comes down to is like you're, if you're an atheist, you don't count. You're not yeah. a real American or a real representative and it's just garbage. And it's, and it's I think, really um, disingenuous because I don't think... When the people talk about like, oh, I don't think atheists are X, Y, I don't think they really believe that. I think it's just a handy talking point. And so... To waste your time on something that's not only insignificant, but I don't think they actually... Although I have been known to always under... under imagine, nope. Under... Something. Under something like the sincerity of people. Because mm. I didn't grow up around very religious people, so I... F- 
sometimes forget like how very serious people are about their religion, which is not good. <laughs> but I just can't imagine that like this guy really is like losing sleep over the fact that this woman. Yeah, who's he trying to impress? Right, when he's doing like this? what's his goals? Um, what are your goals, sir? Juan Mendez, by the way. Roger who, Rogers. Sorry. <laughs> Juan Mendez, who started this whole thing a yeah. few years ago, he issued a statement saying, uh, this is now the fifth year in a row that a non-theist has given an opening prayer in the Arizona House of Representatives and the fifth year that Republicans have been openly hostile to those voices. This is a clear example of religious oppression and an attempt to deny non-theistic Arizonans a place at the table. The Republican leadership's response to Representative Selman's prayer, a beautiful invocation written by a young trans man who belongs to my humanist community, oh. is discrimination. Yeah. Religious liberty has to be extended to everyone, even those of us who belong to the secular community. Oh my God, let's go Let's go to Arizona and hang out with those people. I know, they're so awesome. Who is it? James, Athena, and... Uh, Juan Mendez, Juan, Juan Mendez. Athena, Selman, and... Guys, uh, yeah, if you James listen, which is weird, because there's like... I think we counted 13 so far, but if you're one of our 13, it was like, oh, we'll fly down to Phoenix. But in the winter, because the weather is oh, yeah. shitty up here. <laughs> so anyway, all right, we're done with that story. It's crazy. We'll see how this shakes out, because I hope they change that rule. It's And maybe with uh, a Selman yeah, giving gonna this... They're not going to change that rule. You know why? Because it's the whole Arizona house is, like, overrun by these Republicans. There it is. <laughs> you hope the media attention comes. There has been some media coverage, but We're not still. the most sympathetic uh people yeah. in the world. Low tolerance. Okay, Let's next. move on to a different story altogether, which is uh, kind of funny at first and kind of sad and depressing, but I want to raise the ethical issues here because it's just... <laughs> That's where we live our it's life. It's just it's interesting. kind of funny, but also really sad. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to delete that from the podcast? No, it's fine. <laughs> they know who I really am now. All right. Um, the story is uh, a man in uh, Oregon. His mm-hmm. name is Michael Garland Elliott. Uh, he died. This He's older. They kind of knew he was going to go. Mm-hmm. And yes, he died. And in his obituary, what we learned is that his best friend slash ex-wife, Teresa Elliott, Aww. right before he passed, she told him Donald Trump has been impeached before he took his last <laughs> breath. And then, quote, he passed away peacefully. Like this guy had a smile on his face as he as he died. So easy question. I mean, stemming from that is, is that the right thing to do? Yes, a hundred percent. Why? Because, like, dude, I want my last moments to be chill. I say chill a lot. I don't like that I do that. I want my <laughs> last moments to be pleasant. Yeah. And Christ, if you have to lie to me to make that happen, that's fine. What am, how am I going to know? That's true. I mean, so that's one argument, right? Like that this guy died happy. What's the argument against it? The argument against it is that you're you're lying to someone in their dying days or minutes so, in this case. I, mean, I just have a... I have a... No. I so, have a very hard to, here's, here's what yeah. I would equate that to. Please. Oh, this is going to be a bad, I love equating things and I like making them bad. So it's like, if you're in pain when you're dying, we're going to do everything we can to relieve your physical pain, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like saying that Trump was impeached is relieving his emotional pain. Fair enough. I'm going to die on that hill. That's a good one. <laughs> is it? Yeah, sure. If we could give you medicine to make your physical better, right. then we'll give you words to make your emotions better. Sure, that yeah. makes sense. I'm standing by it. Um, and by the way, for those who say she shouldn't have done that, what if he didn't die yet? He's going to know it's a lie. That would have been awkward, right? And, like, he's not going to get impeached for another at least week. <laughs> like, <laughs> she should have waited. But isn't this what religious people do all the time? Every minute. 
of every day. Of, when people are dying, oh, they're like, you're going to oh, go to heaven. Your you'll, dog is going to be there. You'll see everyone you ever loved. That is also a lie we tell people to make them feel better I when mean, they are dying. What's in, the difference? Okay, I w- I'm, I don't want to play devil's advocate, but I would say the difference is that generally the people who say, oh, you're going to be in heaven, mm-hmm. you're going to see grandpa, they sincerely believe it. Yes. They're not actively lying. Yeah. So I would say there is a difference. They're not parallels. Fair enough. They're, I mean, yeah, they're not exact parallels, but they're in the same neighborhood. They are. I, and you I know what? Know. I raised that when I when I put this post up on the site. That's what I said, too. I mean, these are lies. They're comforting lies. Mm-hmm. And yes, the, the fact that people genuinely believe the heaven stuff makes it... They're I mean, not I actively lying to people. I genuinely believe Trump is going to be impeached. <laughs> right. But, is, I mean, when it comes down to it, yeah. people make up stories to comfort dying. Mm-hmm. And yes, they didn't wait till the person was on their deathbed to say, you're going to go to heaven. They've right. been doing this their entire life. Right. But more or less, we always lie to people when I mean, they die I about death to make them happier. The Trump thing did not strike me as so odd that it's something worth like freaking out about. No, and it makes it, and it does kind of harken back to in November when there's women who talked about, you know, they they had all those exposés, exposés? Nope. Articles yeah. about like women who were born before women had the right to vote and voted for Hillary and things like that. And it just kind of hardens the same thing of, <laughs> I don't know. It just depresses me so um, much. If you were on your deathbed, do you yeah. want to be lied to? Yeah. Like lie to me aggressively. Don't <laughs> <laughs> tell me that our podcast has a million <laughs> listeners. That's what I want you to tell me. I'm d- Jessica, we I'm- have a sponsor. Bye. <laughs> 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 bye. <laughs> Jesse, you're going to come out net positive in this podcast. Here's your dollar. Bye. Uh, Carl Sagan once said, better the hard truth I say than the comforting fantasy. Oh, yeah. Which he talks about, like, not on your deathbed per se, but in life. You don't want to be told God has a special plan for you. But don't you think those are, uh, like, really different circumstances? Are they? I mean, would that apply so. not just to your life and figuring out like, no, oh, the universe so. isn't here for us? I mean, I think. But on your deathbed. I think there's a really important distinction because the presumption is like if you're lying to, say, a kid or, uh, you know, an adult or somebody who has some road in front of them, mm-hmm. they're going to sort of sit on their laurels. Laurels? Yeah. Yeah. So in their laurels a little bit. Like somebody, if somebody's dying. Just let them, like, have their happiness for a second. <laughs> and, like, you know, no, I, I I, obviously respect the sentiment behind um, what uh, Carl Sagan said, but I think in specific instances like this, yeah, if I'm dying, I super want you to lie to me. <laughs> One of the commenters on my website wrote that I can't say it was wrong for her to do it to him uh-huh. what i would certainly cons- i he said i would certainly consider it unethical if one of my loved ones did it to me because i don't want to be lied to and you would hope she knew that about him that this is a something sure he may want to have happen um and also i don't know if it's even a good lie because the process of impeachment takes a while okay i hope she meant I feel like you're dwelling on the wrong thing all right fair enough um <laughs> it's an interesting question though um, no, it, it, I, no, I and I completely understand where where your commenter is coming from. I just don't. You wouldn't I, care. I wouldn't care. All right. Uh, while we're on the topic of ethical things, yeah. Uh, Steve King, he's a U.S. representative from S- Iowa. Stephen King, the author. Different dude. This guy you won't like. Are you sure? Yeah. 
Um, this guy's like just flat out racist. He's the guy who uh, wrote a tweet. Oh, no. um, Why did like, you let them have Twitter? I, I don't know. He's the one that said we can't restore our civilization with someone else's babies. <gasps> oh, that guy. That guy. Oh, my just, God. So racist. Yeah. And like not even covering it up. Well. No, proud racist. Oof. <laughs> And that's just the least of the horrible things oh, he's no. done. I mean, there's a long list of things you will not like about this guy. Hardcore Republican, far right, in Iowa, fine, whatever. He's in, He's been there for a while. So 2018, okay. he has a challenger for his seat. Is it um, me? Because I'm moving to Iowa. Uh, I thought you were moving to Arizona. Oh, shit. I know. You got to figure this one out. <sighs> Uh, his challenger, a Democrat, she actually ran against him in 2016. Okay. And she, I forgot how much she lost by, but... Was it significant? Uh, it it was a loss. And <laughs> uh, look, if Steve King gets elected anywhere with all the things he's said and done, it's you know it's not by country. like a vote. You know it has to be a landslide because that shit would never <sighs> slide. It would never fly if it was just like a right. vote or two. Right. Um, but she hopes that, you know, I lost to him by whatever, like 40 to 60. I'm mm-hmm. making that up. But something like that. But, you know, 2018, there might be a lot of Democratic... Uh, rising and stuff, and maybe I can ride that wave, sure. whatever. So she's running again. So fine. And you kind of want to support her then. Like, I, I want to give you money. I, I hope you do well. I hope you're a normal person and a good candidate. That's you know what I, I mean? Hope for. Um, but it turns out that like 10 years ago, well before she was in the public eye, well before she was a politician, oh, what she did is she ran a psychic network. One of those online, give me oh, money, I'll uh, read your fortune. She's Miss Cleo, but like 10 years ago. We were rooting for you. Well, and you know, when you ask her about it now, she says, one. I was a scammy scammer. Yeah. Did she say it? More or less. Fuck. She's like, I I don't believe any of this stuff. I did it. It it was entertainment. I had the fine print on my website. Oh, no. (laughs) Shit. Now I'm... Okay, keep reading. Yeah, she said, uh, whether she has psychic powers, she said, quote, no, no, no. If I did, I would have known exactly what to do the last time to win the race. Okay, what that's pretty funny. I'm on. back on board with She her. said, for me, it was more about just letting them talk to somebody who was able to listen. So she admits oh she's God. not really a psychic. I'm so torn right. Wait, I'm sorry. She, I'm sorry. She worked as a psychic in a psychic she, network? Or she just like worked for the psychic no, network? No, no, no. She, she ran. It, her name. She ran it. Her name is Kim Weaver. And the name of the website, the psychic site, was called The Spirit Weaver. <laughs> Pun. So it was her website. She okay. claimed to be one of several psychics on that site. It was like three ninety nine oh, a minute, fifty bucks for twenty. Fraud. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you want to characterize it that way, and I think that's fair to say. Yeah. So she ran this whole psychic network. She knows. I mean, she says what well, we've atheist skeptics have been saying forever which is those things aren't real yeah, you're, you you're wasting your money and i take offense to this idea of her saying like i i was just listening to them you weren't just listening to them yeah, you were taking, taking their, their money. money as you were listening to them and you're not qualified to and you didn't know anything and by the way the uh, newspaper uh, i can't remember which one right now the des moines register actually has recordings of some of the calls because it was on her website you could pull them down at some point can we listen to one um they're if I can figure bo- out how to work, they're, they're exactly what you think they would be. There's nothing like outside of a regular sure. psychic reading. Um, it's oh, her doing no. cold readings on over the phone, basically. See, does she does she identify as an atheist or whatever? Uh, not to my knowledge. Okay, because I was gonna say th- I feel like this is a thing people always ask of like 
would you would you vote for an atheist? If she was X, an atheist, y, would this make it any better? No, to me, like now. Yeah, this is definitely a very good example of like, oh no, she did actually bad thing. <laughs> oh no. So the question is, what do you do in the election? Let's assume nothing else changes. The election is tomorrow or something. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you what I would do for right now. I would totally vote for her. Yeah. I would not feel good about myself. No. I would think a couple things. One is I want King out of office. Um, yeah. Something she did in the past before she was a politician. Like, I, I don't care. I want to know what your policies are. And that's really because, I mean, believe me, there are other things politicians may have done in their past that yeah, I really true. don't care about. But this one just hits me a little harder because it's kind of in that realm of no, and the skepticism thing. Uh, yeah. Like, and the, Yeah, oh, you're right. There's skepticism. You're thing. scamming the type of people that if you were a politician, I would say you got to regulate to stop this shit from happening. Yeah, no, 100 <laughs> percent. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. Oh, what a bummer. I kind of know what Republicans who, like, pull the lever for Trump. That's, do I, <laughs> man, all, all last year I was kind of positing that question to people and I've like never. how could you do it? Not even how could you do it, but it was more about if there was a Democratic Trump, what would you be mm. doing right now? And mm -hmm. I and I don't know. Would you sit out the I vote? Do, I don't. Or would you vote for the lesser of I two mean, evils? thank God I, mean, I haven't had to make that decision yet. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't know what I would do because I do believe in a lot of what the Democrat Democratic Party stands for. I do believe in, but uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. And I thankfully think I don't have to make that decision right, right now. Hopefully I think there are probably some listeners in Iowa. Well, I don't know if there are listeners in Iowa. I'm sure there are some Iowans who feel the way we do if they find out about this story mm -hmm. who may say, I don't feel comfortable voting for her because of that past, so I'm going to sit this one out. But that's, ex in my view, that's the wrong reaction. That's exactly why we're in the trouble we're in now, because mm. too many people are like, well, Hillary's not perfect. She, I, I don't love everything, so I'll let everything, I'll burn, let the world burn because my candidate's not perfect. Our listeners love to remind us that Hillary was not their preferred can candidate. Yes, I don't know, know why that's such like a thing on the internet of I like know. bragging about how like I didn't <laughs> like Hillary either. Like, oh, good job, you really <laughs> nailed this year. Then, <laughs> yeah, Thank thanks you. for everything. You're so brave. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I I don't know. I feel like I'm so uh, on an island when I'm like I voted for her because I thought she was awesome. I <laughs> like, listen, I didn't vote for her like as the lesser of two evils. I thought she was really good, and I thought all the 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 attacks they put on her were pretty manufactured overall. Yes. So <laughs> is she perfect? No, but she was not a bad candidate. If anybody wants to feel really depressed, go back and read my tweets from election night <laughs> as I got drunker and angrier. Because <laughs> at one point I did a very heartfelt, like she wasn't the candidate I was stuck, stuck with. She wasn't the, like the lesser of two. Yeah, evils. I like, she stuck was somebody her. who I really, truly <laughs> believed in and now Donald Trump is our president yeah so good job America <laughs> you nailed it again and I think I think uh I don't know if she's the democratic uh person I don't know if she's already won the primary or if she's just putting her hat in the ring again this is the psychic the this not, is the psychic, the not psychic Kim psychic. Weaver psychic? Yeah, I don't know if she, like some people are like well I wish Democrats would get a better candidate I don't know if that option is available um, well, especially when you're talking about like statewide elections. Yeah. It's not Let's like... assume for a second, just for the sake of this conversation, that mm -hmm. she is the Democratic nominee because she has the name recognition from two years ago. Um, 
And so let's say she is candid. Here's another uh, follow-up to this. Maybe this conversation is tainted a little bit because she's running against, like, the worst guy, Steve King. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like, dude, no, I'm not voting for that guy. Like... If she can, let's hope she's turned the her ways. She's turned around. Mm-hmm. She's no longer the person she was 10 years ago. I'm not, you know? So, like, I don't feel like, don't hold me to account for things <laughs> I, I did 10 years ago. 21, 10 years ago. I was yeah. nailing life. Yeah, of course. Aren't we all at 21? <laughs> so it's like, all right, she did this stupid thing. She says she, like, she seems to say she wouldn't do it now. She doesn't do it now. Um, so... Here's my question. Does it... I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. The The question was, if it wasn't Steve King, if it was generic Republican, like a Mitt Romney type, who's not offensive, but Republican and holds Republican policies, um, would that change any part of this discussion? Or would you say, well, okay, I'll give that guy another shot? I, I couldn't, but that's me because I... <laughs> Just I can't bring myself to vote for any Republican. Yeah, and I think that's the thing we've kind of landed on a few yeah. times in this show of I it's funny, I feel like most people like the older they get, the more conservative they get. I feel yeah. like the older I get, the more liberal I'm getting in a lot of ways. I wonder how many people that's gonna that's that'll be the case for how many people in our generation moving forward. But here's the thing, our parents' generation was the fucking sixties. They were hippies, they were flower children. They You don't like, know my parents. That's true. Okay, <laughs> American parents. Yes. Like my like my dad's giving me a lot of shit. I work for a bank now, but <laughs> but he was talking. You sold out. I know. Yeah. It's, I have to wear heels every day. I hate it so much. No, it's it's a very good job. I'm very lucky. Um, I'm gonna. Anyway, I'm wait. gonna add. Sorry. Uh, the primaries haven't happened. Okay. There are other candidates running. Got it. Want to put that out there? Okay. Um. But like, and he often makes this point that he'll like look around at his, and my dad's a Republican, but he'll look around at his peers and be like, you guys were at Woodstock. What the fuck happened to you? <laughs> like it's, it, and it's, uh, I don't know. I'm just, anyway, my point is I'm getting, I don't know if more liberal cause I'm very pragmatic. So I was like a Hillary supporter yeah. over a Bernie Sanders supporter. Cause I thought she had, she's more pragmatic, she's more pragmatic, more practical. Yes. I mean, if Bernie wasn't going to win over any fans on the other side of the aisle. Probably couldn't get a lot was, of his vision done. It was less about that. It was more about getting his vision done yeah. and like, did he have a plan in place to do it? Okay. Um, and, and so that's why I thought Hillary, like, no, she's not swinging as far left as I as I would like her to, or like a candidate to. But I felt like she was setting achievable goals. I guess is my point. And, and so I'm like, oh, I'm kind of getting more conservative in that sense that I'm not as much as an as much of an idealist. But the older I get, the more anti-Republican I get. And I don't know if that's my age or my experience or just what the fuck is going on over <laughs> on that side of the aisle. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> uh, one commenter pointed out, uh, I would vote for a raccoon if they were running against Steve King. <laughs> I don't care who it is. Uh, it's pretty funny. There commenter. you go. Uh, okay. Uh Next story okay. uh, is, it's a typical story of a horrible thing happens and people talk about God. Oh, okay. So I know the, the bullet points of this, but yeah. fill me in. Tell me the story. That's the right word to Weave use. Because in Michigan. Oh, no, that wasn't on purpose. In Michigan, this 11-year-old girl's playing on her backyard trampoline. She's, she's okay. 11? Don't worry. She's 11. She's playing on her trampoline. Oh. I guess their their backyard is like a big woody type of area. I was so upset about that. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess someone was doing like shooting practice nearby because that's what you do. Where was this filming? Michigan, uh, Jamestown Township. Okay. Uh, whatever. Someone's doing shooting practice. Somehow a bullet hits her shoulder. 
and it could have been worse. Clearly, yeah, she was okay. Um, she returned home within like a day or something, a couple days. She's fine. So yay, good. I'm glad she's okay. Yeah, she got shot though, so that's not uh-huh. the best case scenario. Yeah, no. Um, her parents were obviously they were interviewed on the news because that's a horrible, scary yes. thing to have happened. And I'm not making fun of them. I'm not like they're. I'm sure they're devastated and like what could have been. That's horrible. That's so so scary. Um, I only want to point out what they said, which is that um, it was something that will never happen again. I don't know how they protect that, but oh, okay. Good job. And we believe <laughs> putting that, that dome up around their yard like they intended. Yeah, the giant, <laughs> the fence or something. <laughs> Um, we believe that God directed that bullet to go to her, but into the right spot that nothing was damaging, unquote. God directed okay, okay, that okay, bullet. Okay, 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 yeah. okay, okay, okay. So I've heard like that quote paraphrased. Yeah. The thing I didn't realize is that... So I thought... So I my understanding coming to this was like, God directed that bullet so it wouldn't hit anything vital. Right. But her quote was, he directed that into her... To go to her, but into the right spot. So that nothing was damaged. Yep. Uh, I'm sure she was just misquoting... The wording, I know what you're saying, is weird. I'm sure God... She didn't say, like, God wanted her to be hit by the bullet. Sure. And, yeah, like, when you write down anybody's quote, it sounds weird. But, I mean... Best case interpretation of this is... My daughter got hit by the bullet, and God made sure nothing was damaged. Yes. Is what she's trying I mean, to get at. I mean, that's the most generous interpretation, but yeah. The obvious rebuttal is, if the bullet was... Somehow, the God that said, like don't damage any vital, vital organs, yeah, uh-huh. you couldn't have raised that bullet an inch, God? You couldn't have pushed it away? No, the bullet hit her. And they're like, but it didn't... It could have been worse. Thanks, God. Like, no. Don't thank God for the fact that she could have been really seriously injured. What about the God has the power to move the bullet in a particular spot? Then have it not hit her. I mean... I guess my question is, do these parents not think that way? I know we do. No, they don't. But Of course they don't. How does that not go into their head? That is not like a weird logical stretch to say God guided the bullet but he made sure not to injure her. No. Just God guided the bullet away. He could have done that. I he mean, didn't. It's, it's the same thing that you hear of, oh, this house burned down and the baby survived. Oh, it's a miracle. Yeah. Okay, well, like 14 other people died, but right. like, cool, that's a miracle. It's, oh my God. Okay, in Is a it way, desperate it's, for... yeah, in a way, it's almost admirable. And I'm saying <laughs> that through clenched teeth. In what way? In a way of, this horrible thing happened to me. Let me find the only silver lining I can. Yes. And that is, it's a coping mechanism. Yeah. It's you're looking for anything happy in a otherwise horrible, horrible story. I get that. Yeah. But it's the, it's the total illogical nature of that statement, whether it's the fire that burns everything except for one person mm-hmm. or the plane crash where one person survives. It's like, I know, yay, I get the let's thank God for the one person who's alive. Right. But if you're saying that, even if you genuinely believe that, how do you not get that the same God wanted to kill off all these other people? I bet it has something to do with, like, a Satan-God dynamic. <laughs> because. Okay, I know that the way I said that sounded weird, but this is a <laughs> sincere point of, like, I, I think... Uh, there's a way of thinking of like Satan is here to do evil and God is here to do good and they're constantly in battle and so like of course bad things are going to happen because Satan or because we're sinners or because whatever 
but like God is mitigating as best he or she yeah can. Does that make sense? Just. I mean, not in the grand scheme of life, but like the words I'm saying to you, do they sound like human words? Yes. Okay. Um, it's it's just a weird. I mean, again, I one comment I got when I posted about this is like, don't make fun of the family or the girl. I'm I'm not. No. I'm glad no, she's no, okay. No, no. And, and I get the grief of the parents. Right. I always understand that. Right. Um. And again, these are people who are not in front of the camera or something on a normal basis. They're talking honestly and sincerely. I'm asking because this is a type of argument, like you're saying, that we hear all the time when something bad happens. People will still thank God for the, because it wasn't, it was only 99% awful. Sure. And they'll thank God for the 1%. And it's, uh, extrapolate for just a second here. No, but I mean, I think they... Your all-powerful God also caused all those things if you believe this happened. I feel like we talked about something very similar last week. I'm sure we did. It's the same thing when God caused your sports team to uh, win. It's like, well, what happens when you lose? You never hear the athletes say, God caused me to lose. makes me mad. Like, Think of something with lower stakes than, like, a fucking... If you're God, think of something less important than, like... Like a... A happy trampolining preteen? No, no. (laughs) To injure? No, but I mean... But not totally? Like, think about, like, the the quarterfinals of (laughs) the NHL. And he's like, all right, it's game three. This is the time (laughs) I'm going to step in. Well, God has nothing else to do. Uh-huh. Works mysterious ways. Yes. So. Oh, that one was frustrating. Okay, yeah. last one that I have here that I wanted to bring up. Um, there's a right wing pastor, E. W. Jackson. You don't say. I'm sorry. Yeah, I Heaven. know a right wing pastor. It's it's a weird. Pastor, a I man know. of God. Yes. A e- Republican. I didn't even say that, but you're right. I don't know how you figure that one out. <sighs> um, Can't believe it. This guy says a lot of crazy shit. So it's not the fact that he said something crazy, but this again. It's an argument I've heard Christians make before, and I want to talk about it. Uh, the pastor is E.W. Jackson. He has a radio show, and basically he was talking about uh, some Muslim guy who moved to Minnesota, and he's literally trying to like persuade politicians to pass like Sharia law, and they're all ignoring him. They're like, "You're you're crazy. Just go away." So he's not getting anywhere with this. Um, but what he said is, uh, "I'm gonna." read this here, like religion's dangerous for a lot of reasons, like because religious extremists do horrible things in the name of God. Yeah. Yeah. Familiar. And what he said is it doesn't really apply to me as a Christian pastor because what he said is that, uh, sorry, I'm going to read exactly what he said. Religion is one of the most, (laughs) I don't even, (laughs) don't ask me to do an accent. It's going to be bad. Religion is one of the most dangerous things in the world. Religion is. Now, some people say... Wait, yeah, pause. Yeah. This guy and I have a lot in common. I know, so far. I like him. There's more sense. I'm going to... Min- where is he? Minnesota? Uh, yeah. No. I don't know where he's based out of. I forgot. I think he ran for office. I can't remember. Um, Doesn't matter. Going to visit him after Athena, after Iowa, question mark? <laughs> after Iowa, question mark. Yes. Uh, religion is one of the most dangerous things in the world. Mm-hmm. Religion is. Now, some people say, exactly. That's why Christianity is so dangerous. Yes. This guy... Gets it. <laughs> he gets it. Good for you, sir. I will finish now. All right. Uh, people say exactly. That's why Christianity is so dangerous. Mm-hmm. Christianity is not a religion, folks. I did that right as you were drinking for a per reason. Jessica did a spit take. It is a spit take. 
Christianity is not a religion, folks. Christianity is not a religion. Christianity is a relationship of God's people with him as Father, Jesus as Lord. It is a living relationship, blah, blah, blah. It's not religion. It's reality. I have Mike's heard lemonade all over my face. I'm going to ignore the last part that says it's not religion, it's reality. But th- here's why it's weird. Forget him and the I'm thing. I'm sorry, do you have to zero in on one point about why it's weird? Or can <laughs> we just kind of go ahead and... It's because it's so many Christians are like, they don't want to, it, it happens. They don't want to admit they're Christians because they know the stereotypes. They know the reaction. They know the look you're giving me right now. No, I'm giving you, because <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel the other. I feel like people who are Christians are like, cannot wait to yeah, tell you. some of them. Okay. And some younger ones, especially, like, they don't want to say I'm an evangelical Christian because it oh, comes with have, baggage. they like, cool, subversive tattoos that <laughs> subtly point to the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but they won't call themselves like you know how the the, the, the cool nuns youth pastor who plays guitar. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, all youth ahead. pastors play guitar. It's required of the job. Yeah, and they have um, <laughs> yeah, they but they say like, oh, I'm not Christian. Oh, you know what? Like the nuns are on the rise. The N O N E S. The oh. nuns are on the rise, like thirty percent. Mm-hmm. But like only a small fraction of them are atheists. It's because there's all those people who are spiritual, believe in higher power, sure. are not religious. They don't. Be- they don't belong to an organized religion. This is them. They'll say like, oh, I believe in Jesus. I believe he was resurrected. I believe in his divinity. I believe in God. But I'm not a Christian. I'm a quote follower of Jesus or. I just have a... You know what's code for that? What? I'm not religious and spiritual. Yes, exactly. Um, there was actually a, uh, a Christian guy who famously uh, made a video, Jefferson Bethke. He made a viral video on YouTube years ago that was called Why I Hate Religion But Love Jesus. It's like, dude, oh, stop it. Yeah, like, it's the same thing. He then wrote a book about I the same thing. I have an important question. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Jefferson Bethke. This is <laughs> years an, ago. That's an incredible name. <laughs> this, night, this night is full of great names. Um, do we know anything? So here's the thing. When people talk about, like, I'm not religious, but I do believe in what, like, Jesus taught. Yeah. Unless they're, like, hippie-ass liberals, I think it's garbage. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious about what, like, because I, I just, I get when you get swept up in the conservative shit. But people, because there's a lot of people who say, like, no, I really believe that Jesus, and I don't want to, but, like, Jesus was pretty fucking clear about a lot of things vis-a-vis poor people. Yeah. And so, to me, somebody who makes big claims like that or calls Christ their whatever. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah. I just don't understand how that same person can be accusatory of, like, handicapped people milking welfare or whatever. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, now you're just getting to the whole point of religious hypocrisy, yeah, which is totally I, everywhere. That's the thing. Is like, Why I know did it's evangelical not... Christians, 80% of them vote for Donald Trump, oh, right. who is totally goes against everything they claim to be? Yeah, no, they're the hypocrisy well, and I know it's all not, around. I know it's not an original thought, and that's why I hesitate in yeah. bringing it up, but like, it's just a thing that I can't reconcile in my mind. Yeah, I don't know that they can either. But they must. They go to church every Sunday. And that's why they can't. Like, the hypocrisy doesn't phase them. It just, they find a way to compartmentalize. But is it's it, so, okay, as somebody who's not super studied the Bible, sorry, yeah. have you? No. Sure I am. Yeah, we're good at this. Mm-hmm. I've read the Bible and the Book of Mormon <laughs> and... Oh, yes. What about it? Anyway, is this is going to be the most naive question. 
Is it that easy to like jump around in what Jesus said to spin it to say like, give more money to wealthy people and they'll figure it out? No. No, he's pretty, you're right. He's pretty clear okay, cut so on that's my all thing. that stuff. So I just don't, I, with absolute sincerity, and this isn't me like bullshitting yeah. or being sarcastic, I very much am confused and troubled why people who say they so love Christ and so believe in his message. Support politicians support, and do things that don't or follow Or are his politicians message. that yeah. actively like harm the least off of us. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I and I'll never understand it. I'll, I, I understand to an extent why like rich people are Republicans because they want to keep the money that they have. <laughs> right. Fine. I get. I mean, as long as you. That's but if you like supporting the poor, why are you working right. with people who hurt the poor? Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm not sure what's going on in their heads that makes them As so hypocritical. I'm almost through my Mike's are lemonade, <laughs> so I'm getting tangenty. Or they think that their Hard policies blood orange. <laughs> what is this garbage? I, I don't love know. it. They they really do think their awful policies are helping the poor, even though they're You're not. Right. That's You're what right. it is. I think I'm being a little bit willfully obtuse um, there. That like they do believe they're doing the right thing. Yeah. They're just wrong and stupid they're, and I hate and them the, all. And if they paid attention to the facts that say, hey, we've tried it, it doesn't work. Yeah. But they don't do facts because yeah. that's not they do faith. Do you um, ever think of how we could never run for office because there's now like, I don't know, 150, 200 <laughs> hours of us just yelling about. Figure that one out a long time ago. <laughs> Having <I'm> 2020. <laughs> never going to happen. You should happen. run for no. office. Why? No. You'd be good. Uh, you do speech team. You're good at I talking. Do. Oh, I would be better than everyone. <laughs> all these people I talk to. Why don't you? <gasps> Why don't no. you, Hammond? No. Why I'm going to cut in... this from the show. No, we're in Naperville. <laughs> you could run. You should I, run. No. No. Fine. No desire to do it. I am happy to support the ones who are good at I'd doing it. I'd be a campaign it. manager. I'd be great Done. at it, probably. <laughs> we would so be out of the campaign within like a week. <laughs> Every single episode comes to light. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Here's the thing is nobody would want to listen through this garbage to find like <laughs> <laughs> the weird shit. You know, someone would have to like if that became a thing, they would have to listen to all the episodes. And finally, that. we would get a listener to listen to all the episodes. <laughs> no, I think about finally all have the time a third when, listener, when future when they like unearth reporter. some like really obscure obscure thing that somebody wrote in like their college thesis yeah. paper. I'm like, oh, some poor intern had to read like a zillion college thesis papers. Oh, yeah. About like the sociology of vases well, or didn't something. In Georgia, when John Ossoff was running this week in Georgia, the Democrat who was so close to winning the so, race, but whatever, but he'll go in the runoff. Right? But the attack ad used against him was in hmm. college, he acted in like some Star Wars parody. So they have a picture of him like playing one of the characters in Star Wars. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, it's like, that, was really? That to this promote is, or yeah, harm him? It was to harm him. And it's like, really? That's the best you have against I this guy? I am actually curious about what's going to happen in politics in the next 20, 40 years because, I mean. Or two weeks. <laughs> okay. I, it's yes, hard to speculate that but, far ahead. But, but I'm specifically yeah. saying, so I'm, I was 18 when, I was a freshman in college when Facebook became a thing. Yeah. So my entire adult life, I've been on Facebook and, you know, I, I've never been, I, I was about to say I've never been stupid, but we all know that's <laughs> not true. But I tried to be not completely dumb about it. But 
I re- I get you know time hop like it. Yeah, gives the you five years ago. Yeah, five years ago. You know, what you say, two years ago today. This is a thing you posted. Yeah. And I look at shit I posted like four years ago. I'm like, oof. All right. I do that with a blog all the time. It's like this <sighs> is what you posted last week. I'm like, oh god, oh, why no. did I say that? Yeah. <laughs> Emmett was so young and naive. I then. know. Well, I, on anyway, Facebook we do the what did you post a year ago today, and I'm like, oh god, this is what I posted. Why oh, did I do that? So boring. But but my point is like anybody's entire history with, with with few exceptions of people who purposefully have stayed offline which there are certainly yeah. many people and i'm not to say that doesn't exist but i don't like you know one weird college picture from george w bush surfaced and people talked about it for <laughs> weeks like imagine that right. you know if i was running for something like <laughs> when i quoted like some dumb song like <laughs> six years ago like I, it's just i just and it, w- and it was it's supposedly just a- come back to haunt you, like Howard Dean's scream that just gets played uh, on repeat. It's like, it's a second of the guys do. Well, this goes back to the Iowa lady, right? Like, she did the psychic thing 10 years okay, ago. She's not that person now. Comparing that to Howard Dean's scream oh, is yeah, no, not, that was, fair. That's Dean not fair. Howard Dean seems like, didn't we interview his campaign manager? We did. She was lovely. She was really nice. Yeah. Um, I want to go back to the question that we started this discussion on, which is... Eh. What's up with when Christians say <laughs> I'm not with? I'm not a Christian, I'm a follower of Jesus. I'm it's Christianity's not a religion, it's a way of life. Bill O'Reilly said that at some point that Christianity is a philosophy. No, Bill O'Reilly got shit canned <laughs> this week. <laughs> By the time this goes up, he's gonna have his own so podcast. So many people have said, like, I'm not a Christian, but they are. And it's that lie about like just because you don't like the word, you don't like the word. Because people like you made it bad. Yeah, but I think, I mean, to be fair, there is a lot of people who will say, I don't believe in God, but I'm not an atheist. Yeah, and they're bad, too. <laughs> and we roll our eyes at those people as well. No, that's true. I don't care about the word atheist, but if you say, like, you know, I don't believe in this stuff, but, like, don't call me an atheist. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't care if you don't use the word yourself, but you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, don't try to avoid that. That's the definition of the word. And if you believe Jesus died and for your sins and was resurrected, but, you're a Christian. But I also think there's a big difference between saying, like, oh, I'm not a Christian, but I'm a follower of Christ. And what this D-bag said yeah. and was, like, Christianity isn't a religion. I think those are two completely different things to say. Why is this guy, E.W. Jackson, saying? It's not no, a religion. It's it's because I mean I do think one could hypothetically say like I read the Bible and try to follow in what yes. Jesus said, but I don't go to church on Sundays or I don't do the things that Christians do. Probably this dick bag <laughs> is trying to say that Christianity isn't a religion. That is a completely different deal. You, that's a completely different and deal. And he's doing it as an excuse to separate his religion oh, yeah. from other religions. Oh, my God. I mean, it's othering to the extreme. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, what we're doing. You know, you yeah. all religions are bad, but we're not bad because we're, like, we're not what that looks like. No, it's garbage. That guy's an idiot. I think he's either the dumbest person I've ever heard of <laughs> or being willfully obtuse, and I don't care. I want to hear from him. Totally fair point. Going back to the person who says, you know, I really do just try to live like Jesus said, but I don't go to church or something. The only problem I would have with that is then say, I'm a Christian, but I really dislike the way other Christians have like perverted the faith Mm -hmm. or do certain things. I don't do it the way do. But you're not like not a Christian. You are. 
You are. If you believe no, I, the stuff, you're, I mean, so this goes back to what are the prerequisites to being a Christian? To me, it's, oh, you believe Jesus died and came yeah. back to life for you? Then you check the only box there is. Everything else details. No, I know. I have a hard time. <sighs> that one I have a hard time getting on board with because I think there is. Because, first of all, there's how many sects that believe in in Christ. A ton. A ton. I guess they all come and under the umbrella of But they're all Christian. And when they do surveys, they'll break it up into mm-hmm. groups. But it's like Christianity is the overarching one. And then like there's a tab indentation. Then you see all sure. the different sects listed yeah. and stuff. But it's ultimately know. you're just, under that umbrella, whether you like it or not. Maybe um, I'm just like a bleeding heart liberal. But like if somebody feels more comfortable <laughs> like talking about themselves using a different word, then I don't care that much. Yeah, I you know, like, I listen, know what you're you, saying. You know, I'll yell about anything, anytime. Yeah. But I, I, I'm not going to get this is not a thing that gets my my hackles up. It doesn't get my hackles up. It no, no, it does. It because <laughs> it's <laughs> it's not just uh, call me a different label. It's I think you're just trying to avoid the fact that the other people who believe what you believe yeah. are jerks about it. It's like saying like, oh, ugh, I don't even know if this is a good a comparison or stuff like I'm an atheist. I know the reputation for atheism uh-huh. is bad for in a lot of people's eyes. I know a lot of people say, Oh, but you know, Richard Dawkins is a, is arrogant or whatever. And that's a big stereotype people have about atheists down the line, I mean, we are but it would be foolish. I think on my part to say, Oh, I'm like, I am, am an atheist, but don't call me one because I'm not like them. No, I'm an atheist too. Yeah. And then I can criticize whatever I want to criticize. But yeah. don't hide from what you are just because you don't like other people in your club. No, I don't I don't disagree with you. I I mean, and it's the same thing within, you know, the atheism community is there's people like I if somebody asked me, would I I use the atheist word. That's how mm-hmm. I consider myself. I know a lot of people who would first say, oh, I'm a humanist or I'm a skeptic sure. or whatever. Like that's how they, the category they. But to me, it's not that into. they're denying that they're an atheist. It's that humanism describes them more accurately. Or like they could say I'm like a non-Christianity Christ <laughs> follower. That's got a ring to it. I... Professional writer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I, I, this guy, you're right. Like, E.W. Jackson, he's doing it to excuse Christianity from right. doing the things all religions do. Right. At least others have a better motive, I guess, for doing it. But I just don't like the... You're a Christian. No, You don't have I to use it. the label. I get it. But don't try to pretend you're not. I get you it. Are. It's just not a thing that... Yeah. I get mad at so many things so much that if one thing comes along that I'm not furious about, I'm just going to ride that. <laughs> and then I had a question for E.W. Jackson, which is if Christianity is not a religion, does that mean he's going to give up tax exemptions and all this perks that oh, go with it? Oh, shit. Take that, E.W. Ja- Jackson. He listens, I'm sure. Yes. He's number 14. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think what he said is fucking garbage. Yeah. I think to say that Christianity is... It's just... I mean, but... But maybe that offers a peek into why we are where we are in this in this country in terms of like people out of one side of their mouth fret about Sharia law and out of the other side of their mouth are like, we need to be a Christian nation or yeah. people need to do or say or dress like or act like this. It's like that's the other kind of hypocrisy that like makes me bonkers crazy it's like it's the same people it's the same people who say like women should do this or people should do this or kids need to act like this or this is what being a woman looks like or whatever 
and that's such a defining thing just from Christianity. It's the reason it's the reason for everything. And those people in the same breath will panic about Sharia law. And and to those people, I wish they understood that like what you were trying to impart on me, trying to put your morals that you get from your dumb book onto me in terms of reproductive care, in terms of how women are treated, in terms of how minorities are treated, in terms of how anything, that's what Sharia law feels like to me. Yeah. It feels like you have a belief that you sincerely believe in like fine for you. I don't give a flying fuck what you believe in. Just because you're not killing other people, you're still imposing your will onto. I would argue else they're defo killing people. <laughs> they're like, tra- they're indirectly. I mean, they're not no, chopping yeah, off a head, but no, you're but, making but women suffer. You're making gay people. You're suffer. making people suffer. You're tr- you're causing suicide in a lot of places. You're denying people health care who need it to survive. Turns out, like it's it's just I, it's it's. <sighs> Yes. That's a good note to end on. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fine. We'll be back soon. Yeah. Oh, you know what we should do? Yes. Um, our, tw- our Twitter handles. I feel like we've never plugged oh, hey. that. That's a thing we should plug. Especially because sure. mine's not my name because I made it in like 2009 before Done. I was... I'm not so mine name. is my name, at Hemant Meta. <laughs> Find me. Motherfucker. I know. <laughs> so, good luck with that. So, <laughs> so I'm Blueberry. B-L-U-E-B-U-R-I-E. It's my last name my friend used to call me that his cute nickname i was just there to stalk on twitter i didn't it's all good my email handle is what i used in like ninth grade it hasn't changed it is very cute um (laughs) my etsy shop is uh bitches get stitched done um that's been a good time people have been very cool Awesome. Um, if you like what you're listening to, support us on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash And uh, we're brought to you today by Mark's, Mike's Hard Mike's Lemonade. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Because it was in the fridge. Orange. Seasonal edition. How old is this shit? <laughs> Don't look at the expiration date. Um, thank you so much, everybody. We love that you guys listen. Email us. I, we love to hear Thoughts, your questions, things we should talk about. Yep. And we'll I obsessively read the comment section, <laughs> so go ahead and talk trash about me there and I'll cry done i do it every day (laughs) it's all good uh i leave half the comments it's all right (laughs) have a good weekend if you're doing the science march uh have fun or hope you attended (laughs) by the time you hear this whatever uh yeah have a good weekend we'll see you soon Bye.